Minecraft in VR. Am I gonna play Minecraft again? I saw Minecraft VR. Looks kind of tempting. I don't know that VR necessarily would improve the experience. I feel like it would make it more like when you find something, you'd have a bigger feeling of actually finding that thing because you feel like you're there, you know? I wonder how the movement is handled though. Because as I said, the, the movement of moving the joystick and my character moving in the direction of the joystick uh, is disorienting for me because I haven't done it enough. Luke from Linus Tech Tips may have watched my rambles. So I just got to the end of the WAN show, right? And Luke made a reference to a review of the show. And it sounds oddly like what I said, but not exactly as in it's something that you could have misremembered about what I said. I was talking about how he only watches WAN show for tech news. See, I didn't say that, but my review included reasons why I like the Linus Tech Tip channel over other tech channels. WAN show is one of the only things on YouTube that he, like, if it's there, he will definitely click on it. He will potentially like middle click it into a different window or, or click on it and watch it right away. Like, so, so one of the things I said was, the WAN show is one of the only long form videos that I will specifically watch over other things in my subscription feed. Normally I end up watching longer stuff last. The WAN show is one of the few things I'll watch first. Like it'll be one of the two guaranteed every time because he finds it's like the, the best source of tech news. What I, what I said was I really liked times when Linus and Luke will just talk about their experience in the industry. And I do find their analysis to be quite good. I didn't say it's my only source of tech news or that it's the best necessarily, but I did say something similar to that. Everything and like we have good analysis and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We're off topic like almost constantly. And that's all why I like. News is old. <laughs> yeah, so, so what he said was similar to what I actually said enough that I'm like, that's possibly so. Given, given his interpretation of what I said, um, it doesn't matter to me that much because he wasn't, I think he didn't perfectly remember what I said. But anyway, why my no damage runs took so long to come out and Soul's content. Funnily enough, the reason why we fell behind so much is because Watch Dogs 2 and uh, Demon Souls took a lot of time away from both my editors and myself in terms of, um, adding to it, reviewing, cutting down, and da-da-da. And neither did particularly well. Demon Souls completely bombed on YouTube, uh, which I did not surprise me, but I wanted it to come out before the PlayStation 5 released with its remastered Demon Souls. I thought it was a very good video. It's a shame that so few people got to watch it. Yeah, I put a lot of effort into that Demon Souls video, and I know that uh, Dmod did as well. Uh, but obviously, Demon Souls doesn't exist within the, um, uh, like, it's not even tangentially related to my brand as a um, GTA guy. Uh, that's why my Bloodborne footage hasn't come out, that's why I didn't bother to ever release the Dark Souls 3 runs to YouTube. Like, I, I could get them edited or whatever, I could edit them myself, but I, it's not worth the time because I know no one will watch them. Uh, and, it's, and it sucks because... As say, I like GTA 5 more than any individual Soul game, but I, I prefer the Souls franchise over the GTA franchise. An impressively dense comment that was left on my Demon Souls video. Keep in mind this was the 2009 version of Demon Souls and I played it in 2018. I released a Demon Souls video, right? And for the title, I made a joke. I said, blind 
Dark Souls clone playthrough or something like that. And so the commenter was like, um, this is not a Dark Souls clone. Demon Souls is made from From Souls. It came out before Dark Souls. I'm like, holy shit. The, the, the description was, this game's really like Dark Souls. I wonder why. So these people would have to assume that I, like, if they knew nothing about me, that with all the discussion of Demon Souls right now, all of it with the PS5, I never heard even once that Demon Souls came out before Dark Souls. But then when you look at the footage and realize that this was done years ago, you'd have to look at it and go, wait a second. So this guy went out of his way to play a game that at that point was a decade old and he didn't know it came before Dark Souls? That's weird. It is weird. Could you imagine a person knowing of Demon Souls enough that they would go to the effort to play it on original hardware? A game that came out 10 years ago and know nothing about it. This person in the comment section is like, no, he's ignorant. He didn't know. He didn't know that uh, the Demon Souls came out for Dark Souls. Now he's just changing the title because he's, he's embarrassed. And I said, my, my dude, I literally speed ran Dark Souls 3 for a thousand hours. I was involved in Speed Souls. My mods, were, some of them were from Speed Souls. Other Dark Souls runners. I went out of my way to buy a PlayStation 3 to play Demon Souls 10 years after it released. I bought a PlayStation 4 specifically to play Bloodborne. I am on the record multiple times saying Souls is my favorite franchise, even over GTA. And the guy just looks at me and goes, no, you didn't know. I'm, I'm so confident. I, I know, know for a fact. And then I explained the reason again, like, can you imagine a person going out of their way to play a game ten, that came out 10 years ago? At that point in time, a niche game that very few people knew about. And that person playing all the way through the game, all the way from start to finish, and then years passing to release the footage on YouTube. And at no time in all that time did anyone tell them that Demon Souls came out before Dark Souls. All that time, like it's the, the, the game being 11 years old, me being a Souls fanatic, playing through the entire thing, and a single person in chat saying, did you know this game came out before Dark Souls? Like the, the level of stupidity, how dense you would have to be to believe that I didn't know Demon Souls came before Dark Souls is so infuriating. And it's impressive that something can be that dense. It should be studied and be used as some sort of a, a material so we can learn about the universe. It's the, the densest thing in existence. So very funny comment. Still made me cranky though. Yes, insert me saying, you dense motherfucker. AstroSoup deleting all his social media. Have I heard what happened with AstroSoup? I saw on Twitter that he had disconnected all of his social media including his YouTube channel. And I, of course, had no idea why. AstroSoup, I, I just know of him as a uh, GTA YouTuber. I've seen a, uh, some of his videos. Got recommended to me sometimes. He had a very um, obvious uh, sort of thumbnail with, you know, the purple or whatever the hell it was. Um, so I knew of him, but I didn't really watch a heap of his content. I'd seen a couple of videos. Uh, then I saw on Twitter that uh, apparently sources say he's taking time off for his own mental health which is interesting. Uh, and I, that's where it ended for me. But then I got a message from someone on Discord 
they were saying, hey, can you help me bring awareness to this? It seems as though another content creator had accused someone of being the ultimate cause of Astro's departure. And uh, that person was now receiving harassment or some such. Uh, I just said I don't want to get involved because I don't really know any any of the people involved in that. But uh, I, I don't know if there's any truth to any of those kind of allegations or what's happening with that, if that's what you're referring to. While I can no longer find the clip, I am pretty sure Astro Soup came back temporarily to Twitter and made like a 15 second clip explaining that, yeah, he was just having issues and it wasn't this other content creator's fault. Basically, I don't know much and I hope Astro's doing well. Bojack Horseman finale, mild spoilers. Because I had more t free time last night, I ended up watching all of uh, Bojack Horseman at 2.2 times speed. The second last episode hit me emotionally. I thought that was such a gripping, what I thought was the ending of the series. I was just like, I, 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 I teared up a little bit, just a, just a little bit. Probably if it was going at, not going at two times speed, the, the moment would have lasted longer. I may, I may have cried a little bit, I don't know. But I, I only teared up because it was going so fast. And like, I was impacted emotionally. I was just like, oh, Jesus, that was, that was brutal. The finality of it. Then there was another episode and I was like, what? Like, so, mu so much of the previous episodes implied certain things and certain happy endings for um, the other characters other than Bojack. And then the final episode, rather than leaving those things somewhat open-ended, but you know, heavily implied good things happen, they just showed you those good things. And I was like, this is a tacked on episode because they think it's gonna get another season. I, it was disappointing. Like spoilers for the show, I've been kind of vague, but I didn't think Bojack should have got a happy ending in that way. Like the other characters having those happy endings, fine. But I think Bojack, his ending would have been so much more final if it was, you know, that ending of self-destruction. Whether you think it would be a good message for society or the message, I don't know, but the, the ending would have been so much more impactful. But like second last episode hit that perfect peak and then just smashed down. TikTok creator fund. So someone was mentioning to me that, uh, you know, they've got that program on TikTok now where people can actually get paid for uploading TikToks. I wonder if TikTok is making money given that um, program, or how much they're getting paid compared to YouTubers and stuff. Like, if I got in that program, I would probably hire some people to convert my 1440p raw footage into TikTok. I did that for a while, but I had people... Well, I downloaded stuff off YouTube and gave it to them, and that's lower quality. But I can't be fucked doing that anymore, it didn't really get me anywhere. Why I took a break from playing Among Us. Why did I stop playing Among Us? I don't enjoy it. As much. Too many games are annoying or boring. The wait for imposter is annoying. When I get imposter, it's no longer like I no longer care if I win. And so I don't play very well. I realize it doesn't really matter. And so I just don't enjoy it as much. I might just take a break from it and uh, if they bring out a new map, I'll play again. But I mean, I've played it for a hundred hours over such a short period of time. And for a game that simple, you know, and just so many of the games aren't good. Like, one in ten games is really good or something. It'd be a different story, I think, if uh, my Among Us videos were successful, but they're not. And I've had endless frustrations getting people to be able to edit it and, you know. Just playing Among Us has come with so many different frustrations in regards to people, the gameplay, the footage. Like, I, I uh, it soured the experience a bit for me. All the drama that's occurred, some annoying people, It great game still, but... I think I want to wash my hands of it at this point. Among Us is slowly dying too. 
Uh, I don't think it's anywhere close to the point where it's dying necessarily. Yeah. It's just people like me who've been who play it like every goddamn day can get over it a little bit. It's still very, very, very popular. The thing about Among Us is it's even easier to have cheaters in that game. I've seen tons of clips of people who get killed and they tell their friend who killed them and it just ruins the game. But I mean, there's no MMR system or whatever in Among Us, right? So the queue times would be really low. And again, just because it's so cheap as a game, $5 or free on mobile or whatever, it's unlikely gonna fall flat anytime soon. What is MMR? Matchmaking rating. When they release the 15 player update, will you want to play with 15 people and three imposters? That does sound like fun. I would like it if they just changed the maps that already existed uh, to add different sabotages and stuff. Make it so comms has to be turned off in two different places and stuff. That alone, I think, would make things a lot better. Or allow additional modifications to the map, like um, reducing the amount of time it, you, you have to get rid of a, um, a reactor on the third map or something, because 60 seconds is really long. But of course it's really long because people could be in specimen, you know. Cyberpunk 2077 and Twitch TOS. I will be playing Cyberpunk when it comes out, but it's a... Uh, I continuously hear bad things about the development behind the scenes with all the delays and stuff and the crunch and um, devs potentially... Uh, the, the management potentially lying about what they the devs are doing or how much crunch is involved and I, I don't know. Like CD Projekt Red is a fairly respected studio or whatever, but they uh, they have been known to have bad workplace practices. I can't imagine Cyberpunk is going to be a bad game per se. Uh, it's a matter of whether it's going to live up to the hype. I sincerely doubt that it will be um, not worth the time to play. TOS issues with Cyberpunk? No. Unless Twitch outright bans the game, the rule of thumb is any content that's would otherwise violate TOS or something, you just can't focus on it. There are too many games that have nudity in the more sensitive themes for Twitch to ban people for showing it. Can you imagine just if, you know, they had to ban like every, uh, what's it, a God of War game or, or whatever? Because they all have nudity in them and stuff? I mean, it's absolutely a good way to uh, just give your competitors the high ground, just ban a bunch of popular games that have uh, particular themes in them. I think gamers expect too much from Cyberpunk. If that is the case, then it is entirely the the marketing team's fault. Because they have advertised the game as, you know, the second coming of Christ kind of thing. Similar to, um, what's that game called? Man Free something, uh, <coughs> what's it called? No Man's Sky, that's it, yeah. But in No Man's Sky case, it, it seemed to be less a matter of trying to mislead the public and more just biting off more than they could chew. That video by the internet historian on No Man's Sky is so brilliant. Things I've learned working on the anime prologue projects. I've learned a lot about audio and the composition of scenes and what goes into making even a single scene in a video game sound natural to the scene. There's an expression, like everything seems easy until you try to do it yourself. Like initially when I was looking through the audio files, I was confused why certain audio files were as they were. And then as I went through the process of attempting to recreate something similar, I was like, oh, of course. Oh, I've said many times before, working with audio uh, in video creation is something that I have the least experience in. Because when you're working with 
stream footage. You know, you've got a compress, you've got a limiter. The game files, you can't really change. The game order, you can't really change. You're, you're basically just working on, on video at that point. But in, in a normal video production, like if you're recording a movie or whatever, you'll have microphones from different locations and you, you want the audio sounding as if it's coming from particular directions or containing the atmosphere where the audio would naturally come from or whatever. So a person isn't watching the scene going, wait a second, this, this audio doesn't sound right. Like whenever you listen to a, an amateur production or something, this is something that they won't do and all the scenes will sound out of place. Like, you know you're listening to a person talking into a microphone as opposed to talking naturally in, in a particular scene. When I first started the project, I assumed it would be something, like, difficult, but doable. And I thought, you know, maybe this could be like a regular thing. I could I could do it like every month or something similar to Pacifist. Maybe it'd be the thing I focus on after Pacifist, but having now spent countless hours on it and spent hundreds of dollars on it and knowing that YouTube is just going to bury it and no one's going to give a shit uh, I would never do it again but I will finish the project if it kills me Doug Doug giving me a shout out yeah I saw Doug Doug's video yeah as I said uh, in the in a comment on the reddit recap uh, it's just a funny coincidence that I complimented him in my reddit recap two weeks ago and then he um gave me a shout in his um video there when I raided him yesterday, he said it says he likes my stuff, which is nice. I realize that like a million unique people watch my stuff every month. So it shouldn't surprise me when another content creator has heard of me, especially when they make similar content to my own. But it still always surprises me, surprises me, you know. When other people, uh, respected people have a good opinion of me, it feels good. Not gonna lie. It's a good feeling. I feel like your content is pretty different though. He does forms of challenge runs and has videos that involve chat interaction. That's kind of my content in a nutshell right now. And he does things in GTA 5. Our content is dissimilar. It has, it has many different elements, but we're in the same kind of genre of content, especially as we're both focused on uh, games. We're in, in, we're in the same industry, the, the same category of content. We don't produce the same content. You could say, in the company of YouTube, we do different jobs, but we work in the same building. Oh yeah, so certainly, um, if you include my rambles and my occasional video about nonsense, other stuff unrelated to games, yeah, I, I do have that, which a lot of people don't have. Buying every new smartphone. Is it really important getting the newest phone? No, yeah, I'm in the kind of the same boat. The only reason I'd want a new phone is if I plan to do more VR stuff. Because doing, not the VR stuff, the in real life stuff, um, streams. But like the quality of the footage that I took in um, 2018 for PAX, that was, that was fairly good and that was just done on the phone that I have. I don't know how much things have improved since then, but like for the next PAX convention or whatever, I might look around and see um, if there's an even better phone quality-wise for recordings. Other than that though, like, what's that, what's that meme or whatever? The people will spend 1200 bucks on a phone to look at the exact same three apps that they were looking at on the old phone, you know? You don't need a $1200 phone to browse Reddit, send texts, look at Facebook or whatever the hell people look at. Yeah, but that's why I ended up um, changing myself from like, I, what did I have before? Samsung something or whatever. 
um, that I got from my aunt. But uh, it was a secondary phone and its battery was going. And so between the battery and wanting to be able to record good footage of packs, I bought myself a new phone. I mean, you can get battery replacements and stuff these days, but yeah, the only reason I'm interested in new tech and stuff is just for stream quality and stuff. Content. Cameras and phones are getting better enough that they can't really do much with them. I mean, when you have to fit in that small form factor like that, there's only so much that you can do. I don't get why phones need four cameras now these days. I, I think a lot of it is just the marketing. Say, we have the best cameras, blah, 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 you know? Like a lot of it is just about the numbers that you can push on, um, put on the marketing stuff. I find on my phone that I'm not able to use all the lenses for all the purposes that I have. It's, it's weird. You only use it in particular situations. Considerations and motivations for a new car. Would I get a Tesla? I don't drive enough to bother getting any kind of luxury car. Spending a lot of money on a car, it's always seemed to me to be like just an amazingly, it's a luxury expense. Like you're trying to impress people because it, it just depreciates in value every year and you pay so much money in, in insurance and blah, blah, blah. I got no one to impress by having a nice car. I just need something that can get me from A to B. My car looks so shit right now that I have thought of, like if I ever got back into online dating or something after Corona or whatever, I might buy myself something a little bit nicer because I bought my car in, when did I buy my car? 2006. So I've had it for like 15 years. I'm probably fine to get an upgrade at that point. Having a car this long could be said to be at least a little bit unsafe. Like certainly I get it serviced and maintenanced or whatever, but like after that long, I could justify some kind of an improvement just so it doesn't look like shit. But I wouldn't spend a ridiculous amount of money buying a car that I'd barely use, you know? I'd be looking for something that's fuel efficient and doesn't cost me a lot in terms of maintenance or insurance or, or what have you. That still looks good enough that if a person saw me driving it, they wouldn't be like, wow, this guy's homeless. And they, people look at my facial hair and beard and think that already, so I don't need to give them more reason to think that. What's the car I'm not meant to get? A Chevy. So I won't get a Chevy. That's the one thing the internet has taught me. Chevy bad. Are Supras good? Is that just a meme or old Supras are good? If I do get a car though, are we sure to make sure it has good features for holding a, a phone or whatever so that I can uh, stream? If it doesn't improve my stream, I'm not super interested in it. Get a bike so I can be like those YouTubers back in, what, what year is it? Was it 2010? For a while, there was all these people who would, like they'd be going to work on their motorbike and so they'd have like a camera on front of the motorbike and they just talk about stuff. It's like my rambles, but instead of while being playing video games, it's why going while going to work. Uh, what car do I drive now? A Lancer ES 2004. I bought it second hand in um, 2006. I know for how much was it? Thirteen thousand dollars. Used all of my money that I had made working at Coles to get it. I haven't really uh, maintained it on the outside. Like the paint is flick flickering off and all that jazz. Like you wouldn't look at it and think it's a new looking car. It gets serviced every six months or whatever. There was one point where the dude was like, are you sure you don't just want to get a new car? He's like, it needs like 2,500 bucks worth of repairs. That was a few years ago and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll just keep the car. <laughs> I like the way my car feels. I'm sure it's not the smoothest experience in the world. And maybe a, like another car would be more comfortable, but I'm used to the way my car feels. 
I've driven my mother's kind of new car with the modern conveniences and stuff, and hers was the automatic. I just didn't like the feel. I didn't like how high I felt off the ground and, and stuff. What motivates me to talk about politics on my channel? Some people question why I talk about politics, right? I've often talked about how it's not necessarily clear that talking about politics uh, disadvantages me in some way. It's possible, I can't run that analysis, right? I can't tell you what my channel would have looked like had I never started talking about politics. Now, I'm not the most confident person alive. Like, I don't know how I come off, but there are many things I don't talk about or skirt around because I'm not super confident about what is the best for society or what have you based on my own ideas of what a best society is. But when I do identify something that I believe would be in the best interest for other people to know, or an outcome that I believe would be best for society, I, I can't stop myself from communicating that to people with the platform that I have. Because I recognize that I have the ability to communicate information to others, and I can use that platform to influence things to, uh, to achieve outcomes. Or, or to, I, I can influence what's going to happen. And so if I selfishly just said, you know what, I'd be negatively impacted talking about this stuff. Fuck other people. I couldn't really live with myself, right? I'm not saying what I do is super impactful, but it's impactful enough that I, I can't prevent myself from doing it, you know? I also found it interesting. Like, I'm not, I'm not just motivated by some sense of altruism or, or something for others. New AMD GPU and AMD versus Intel. What is my opinion on AMD's new GPU? It looks fucking amazing. I still can't use it because I uh, looked at looked into it. The encoder for the AMD GPU for streaming isn't very good. It's not even as good as the the um, X264 or whatever it's called. Uh, the NVIDIA stuff is just light years ahead. As a streamer, I can't buy it. But if you're not streaming, the AMD stuff, especially for the price, I mean, the, the, well, the, the what is it, 6700X T or whatever the hell it's called, it seems way better than 3090. It, like, at this point, it's just, what can you get in stock? They all seem to be good cards. What do you think about Intel's and AMD's competition? I mean, AMD is just crushing Intel, right? Not in terms of market share, but, um... With every passing year, whatever, um, AMD takes a little bit more, right? With AMD now being in the PlayStation 5, the new Xbox series, whatever you want to call it, um, with Steam showing year-on-year year, uh, more people using AMD CPUs and whatnot, the actual hardware itself from AMD being so much better than what Intel's on offer right now, offering right now, uh, yeah, AMD is crushing it. But, like... Intel is still much bigger than AMD, right? Like, how is Intel versus AMD going on the uh, on the server side of things? I want to say the majority of CPUs is servers and stuff, right? Like, reliability is something that you'd care a lot about with servers. And you'd imagine you would have, like, it set up years in advance what you're going to be buying to uh, replace your current infrastructure or whatever, right? You can't just at the drop of a hat buy tens of thousands of new CPUs or whatever. Server side, you'll be running into? Why is that, though? Is is it because of what I'm saying, that it's uh, a matter of reliability and this stuff all being in advance? Like, 
you know in advance what you're moving towards and so like five years ago you're saying okay we're gonna get this next we're gonna get this upgrade five years from now da 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 and even though amd might be better in a way or cheaper possibly it still doesn't mean that uh everyone's just going to be winning at the drop of a hat to change that huge amount of uh, uh of infrastructure like you would ima you would imagine then after a little while of the cpus being more tested amd will start to make ground on that in, in that domain as well right there's a lot of services that support intel and the reliability is way better on intel yeah i guess that's possible that a lot of things could have been designed specifically with intel in mind because of how long they've had dominance but i mean again if amd is better in what they're offering then it will just be a matter of time right before the transfer occurs i use amd for my cpu uh, and i will get the 5000 series the nanosecond i can it's it's just better in every regard if i wasn't a streamer and i was getting a gpu at least with the preliminary stuff that has been shown, I would probably get an AMD GPU as well. Especially because it apparently has some advantages if you have a AMD CPU and an AMD GPU. But because I'm a streamer and I care about the encoder, I need the NVIDIA encoder. So uh, GPU encoding is just far more efficient, rule rule. And it's gotten to the point where it's the same quality, if not better. Would I bet $1,000 Biden would win? This also was recorded prior to the US election. Like, if someone walked up to me right now and said, look, uh, I'll give you two to one odds, you know, you give me a thousand dollars, and uh, I'll give you two thousand if Biden wins. I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. I would, I would absolutely bet a thousand dollars that Biden's going to win the election. Not because I'm a hundred percent certain, but because it's, uh, with all information available, it is the most likely outcome. You know, give it 70, 80 percent. And that's just a smart bet to make, even if in the end you end up losing. If you make that bet the entirety of your life, by the end of your life, you'll end up ahead. So you'd be stupid not to make it. Oh, even with the Electoral College, everything suggests he will still win. It's not the Electoral College you have to worry about, it's the potential shenanigans after that. It's the, it's the pandemic, it's the, the mail-in voting, it's... As if it was just, if, it, if, if everyone got a button in front of them that they could press on election day, Biden would win hands down easily. By, by every estimation that we have. But the actual process of communicating that through the mail or on the day or whatever. Getting out of your echo chamber. I loved watching, um, there's this thing that I watched recently. So Destiny, you can you can say a lot of negative things about Destiny till the cows come home, home right? I, I But I've always said, I would love to know him as a person because he seems like an interesting guy who can argue his points well. He can speak well. And he released this video where he went into basically a Republican stronghold. Um, it, it, half the people on stage were, uh, three out of five, were black Republicans. And listening to what, how they believe the world works and their values and uh, how they would have, what they would say to push back against things that Destiny said was very interesting to me. I hope he keeps doing it because it's very interesting getting a look behind the curtain, you, you, can, you could say. Like there's, there's only so far that you can kind of work to get yourself out of your bubble without physically going somewhere else, you know? Listening to Destiny talk to people who believe not, not, only, not only do they have different values, but just believe the world is like a different place. They, they live in a different reality. It was very fascinating.
Yeah, Destiny is a, a very old school content creator. Like, he was streaming back when, like, you know, the, the technology to stream well didn't even exist. Like, you're having to cobble things together from your fucking kitchen sink to, to uh, stream with uh, two bits, you know? He's had a lot of controversies over the years, some justified, some not. Uh, very interesting character, regardless of what you think about him personally. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing, and I wish you all the best.